Hey there, and welcome to High Vibe In It. I'm Lindsay Robinson, hypnotherapist and success mindset expert. And I'm Kelsey Aida, inspirational author and blogger slash manifesting expert. And we're best friends who are inspired to create a self-development podcast with a spiritual twist. To us, living a high vibe life is all about creating with intention, prioritizing how you feel, and making empowered choices that support your highest potential. Every week, we're here to help you learn how to live a more aligned, inspired life, start owning your power, and manifest the life of your dreams. Visit highvibeinit.com to connect with us on social media and learn about more ways we can help. And don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast platforms so you never miss an episode. Now, we have a ton of value to offer you today, so let's dive in. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. We are here on High Vibe It, and we have a super fun guest this week. We're very excited to introduce you to Miss Aislin Walton. She is also known as the Abundance Witch. She is a business and success coach. And today we're going to dive into a very spicy topic of orgasmic manifestation and essentially using our body and our bodily sensations to help us create new things into being. So thanks, Aislinn, for being here. Thank you, Kelsey. Thank you so much for introducing me, for welcoming me. Thank you, Lindsay. I'm so excited to be here and dive into this the spicy topic. <laughs> <laughs> I love so it. I know, I know Kelsey knows more than I do about this. Like I just know the basics, right? Like have an orgasm manifest what you want now. <laughs> well, you make it sound so boring maybe, when you say it. Well, like no, I just mean like, it's very, like, it feels very straightforward. Now, how would you, I guess, define orgasmic manifestation or how do you explain it to people who might be very, very new to this idea? Yeah, absolutely. So I take a really broad approach of what orgasmic manifestation actually is. I think, you know, the orgasmic manifestation aspect of like just climaxing and wishing things into your reality is like kind of it. It's a tiny little, tiny little aspect of it, but there's a bigger uh, perspective around just our pleasure, our bliss, our life force energy of just being a woman with the, um, the capacity to create life, right? Like the capacity to chant our sexual energy into, into creating and co-creating a life that really turns us on and not just in like a sexual way, but helps us to feel like fully activated women where we're in our purpose, you know, we're in our passion, we're playing there, we're having, um, you know, we're really just in alignment there. So there's a lot of, you know, kind of like the iceberg analogy, right? There's the tip and then there's so much else underneath the surface that we can absolutely dive into today. I love Yay. it. My first question that comes to mind is, do you coach dudes to do this or is it like mainly a woman thing? That's a really good question. So since I am in a female body and I identify with being like a feminine majority being, um, this work is absolutely accessible to all gender, it's non-binary, it's everybody who has a breast, everyone who has a body. Everyone who has genitals this. can do this, yeah, okay. No matter what they look like, you are welcome here. <laughs> so I don't really teach it from the male lens or the masculine lens because that's not my embodied experience. But there are, you know, there are just from from the feminine perspective, I think that women have been born into the society with a lot more um, expectations around their sexuality. Not to say that the masculine or men don't have that, but 
I find that women have a harder time accessing pleasure and giving themselves permission to actually like let that be okay. So um, yes, well, men can absolutely do that. I don't really, I don't really teach that. I love teaching women and feminine essence beings doing, you know, this particular work just because that's like where I come from. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> so. I like that you mentioned too that as women we do have there's there's a lot of stigma around celebrating your body and being in and and you know honoring what it is to be female in the sexual sense and like really enjoying yourself and we have there's a lot of like I don't know what the word is there's just there's a lot of like I don't know judgment from the surface of like what it means if you do that or if you're into that or if you celebrate being a woman so I love that you're taking this approach and and not only demystifying and and destigmatizing it but you're showing all the amazing benefits of this because I feel like it's the closest we come to actually remembering our connection to the universe in those tiny moments. Right. And so why not want more of that? Why not? Exactly. Exactly. Like that's, that's exactly the point of like returning to alignment, free of resistance, free of shame, free of guilt, free of like any shoulds at all. Right. Because our bodies are so unique. Like it's very hard to say like this experience should look like anyone else's. It's so personal and it's very sacred, right? Mm -hmm. So this work does require the lens of, and like the container of um, devotion and reverence, right? Because I think a lot of people, especially our society, like sex is kind of this, um, you know, it's kind of like a hit of just like in and out and we're done and that was great and okay. Like there's not a whole lot of deep- So many puns right there, oh my goodness. (laughs) I know, right? There's like every time you dive into this conversation, you realize just how how mm-hmm. ingrained it is. Um, and I think that's such a beautiful way to put it, Lindsay. Of just this is where we remember how free and how aligned and you know how expansive we actually can be when we really return to that center and to that core. Yeah. Yeah, and from a manifesting standpoint, like the way I'm seeing it is, we all think that we want to manifest certain outcomes in order to produce certain pleasure in your life and in your body. So why not just bypass all that and go straight to your body and start to integrate the feelings now today without having to have the stuff or the thing or the outcome or the partner or the money, because then you can have what you really want. And also as a byproduct manifest what you also wanted in the first place, which won't be as much of a need anymore. Exactly. Right. Like in manifestation, it's be, do, have. And the being part feels really difficult because so many people are thinking their way towards their life, you know, their desired life, their their manifestation. But when they're not dropping it into the heart, and especially like as women dropping it into the lower belly, the womb, you know, dropping it into kind of our pleasure centers where we feel our way through the world, you know, it's just kind of this this energy and time collapsing. So we end up um, bypassing like all of our excuses and doubts and fears. And it gets us right into the energetic vibrational, um, you know, radiance that we can manifest from very efficiently, actually. (laughs) I love that. So what's like the number one mindset that someone has to adopt going into this type of work or this type of devotion? Oh, that's such a good question. I would say, um, you know, the permission slip that nothing is wrong. Nothing is wrong. I think that a lot of women assume that their body 
is wrong or bad or gross or dirty or, you know, um, there's so many self-imposed and societally imposed expectations. So doing this work, I think we have to put down what it should look like, what it has to look like, what anything else thinks it should look like, right? And really make it a personal journey. Um, you know, because it's so intimate that it really is about you being kind of an explorer, being an observer, and not going in to get something, which is very much aligned with manifestation, right? Like when you're in it to get something and get a result and like, you know, hop straight to the end, you're kind of bypassing all of the contrasts and all of the humanness and all of the golden nuggets that you can find along the way. Um, and some of the, those golden nuggets are disguised as shame or fear, right? These bigger things when you end up um, expanding them from the inside out and addressing them and healing them, they end up being like the most valuable experiences, right? Um, especially along like your sexual awakening journey or your journey of just like re-embracing and reigniting your femininity and your feminine energy. That is the co-creative energy. That is the creative essence that we all have, no matter what gender, right? Um, and that's something that I think to move into with just patience and letting go of all of the expectations. Nothing is wrong. You're not bad. You're not gross. It's also perfect. You know, um, mm -hmm. your pleasure is like your biggest teacher, right? And lack thereof is also a good teacher. So, biggest teacher and biggest tool. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And I think like just in um, opening up this conversation, if any of the listeners feel like pleasure has been really hard for them or there's been sexual trauma in the past or they feel like all other women in the world understand this and they're left out, like that's so normal and there's nothing wrong with that. I just want everyone who's listening to not ever feel like they're missing out, you know, in this kind of way because pleasure isn't just in the bedroom pleasure starts like I teach this in ohm and it's really starts with something as simple as meditation or um, something as simple as like really cherishing sensations day by day so sensations being like wow the sun on my skin can I just immerse myself in this one moment and be so present and grateful that I'm alive and I'm breathing and like light is beaming down and there are trees sprouting and blooming and flowers, right? Like as small as that is, and maybe as cheesy as that sounds, when we can tap into the small examples of what pleasure feels like, our body starts to feel more of it, right? It's almost like, um, you know, the, when you're looking for something, you're going to find it. And mm -hmm. a lot of people are looking for like struggle and a lot of people are looking for lack because that's just been their normal or their yep. habitual patterns. So when you start to look for tiny little, tiny little examples of pleasure, your neurolo neurology and your, your body end up being more tuned to what that is. And you keep finding more proof of that. I just want to say the sun will get you whether you want it to or not. If I'm <laughs> like, like, cause you know, when you're sad, you're like, Ugh, go out in the sun, Ugh, put the sun on my face. Ugh. But I'm telling you, you do it anyway. Like my son woke up and he was just in a very funk, funky mood. So I was like, okay, get your shoes on. We're going outside. Stand right here and let the <laughs> sun just be on your face and count to 10. Just do it for 10 seconds. And he goes, I'm so hot. It's so hot. And I'm like, just feel it. Just feel the sun. And then by the time he counted to 10 and walked, I was like, how do you feel? He's like, I feel better. And I was like, yes, you do. That's right. 
And it's just, it's, it's like magic. I love that you said the sun because it is the, one of the quickest and most effective ways to just snap you. If it doesn't snap you completely, it will at least get you like five steps forward to feeling better just like that. Because it's, it's a connection that we have. It's an ancient connection that humans have with the sun. And I think that it, it, we remember it a little bit every time we go out there. There are a lot of meal prep companies out there, but Lindsay and I have found that our favorite by far is Green Chef because Green Chef is a USDA certified organic company that makes eating well, easy and affordable with plans to fit every kind of lifestyle. And I found when using other um, meal kits that they seem to be very wasteful. But what I love about Green Chef is it's the most sustainable meal kit because they offset 100% of their direct carbon emissions and plastic packaging in every box, which to me is like so great because all the other ones I've tried, it's just like plastic here, plastic there, cardboard here. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. So it's the most sustainable one, obviously the most eco-friendly one. And they have USDA certified organic selections available. I certainly love that everything is pre-proportioned. They basically do the meal planning, the grocery shopping, and most of the prep for me week after week. I have the family plan and everything comes in pre-measured sauces, dressings, and spices. And it's just so convenient. My kids love the recipes. They're super easy to make. And the cleanup is such a breeze, which is also very, very important to me. Um, I can't really remember life before green chef and like the help that they offer. So if you guys want some of this convenience and fun making with whoever you cook with, use code vibin 80 to get $80 off your first month plus free shipping with green chef on your first box. So go to greenchef.com slash vibin 80 to redeem this offer and get more details. Once again, that's V-I-B-I-N 8-0 at greenchef.com to get $80 off your first month. You're absolutely right. I love that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, what reminds you of your vitality? What mm-hmm. reminds you of your radiance? What reminds you of like your warmth and your ability to yeah. create life and birth life, right? Like anyone can be an artist. Anyone can create something new. Anyone can write, you know, a beautiful poem if they really wanted to. Like that same energy is the the there's nothing different about like being an artist or being a creator or being a mm-hmm. you know a scientist like you're all using life force energy to create and evolve and it's the same kind of thing when you channel that in your body and you start to connect to what does orgasmic energy feel like for me daily whether i'm like self-pleasuring or making love or standing out in the sun orgasmic energy is always coursing through us you know mm-hmm. it's just because we are alive and we're breathing So when you're aware of it, you can start to gather it, channel it, and direct it to what you want. So let's talk about some more examples of what it can look like to cultivate more pleasure, Um, Mm -hmm. like on a daily basis. What are some of your personal favorite ways or even ways that you teach your clients when they're new to this practice? Yeah, absolutely. So um, we're wired for pleasure and we're wired for connection. And I think like as life happens, there are a lot of instances where we're taught to like shut down that sensitivity, um, you know, being too emotional or too sensitive, like all of these too muchness kind of scenarios, right? So in my work, I, t- I start to give women an open that, well, I don't give them permission, but like we hold space for them to realize that they can give themselves permission to feel pleasure again. And um, that can start with something as simple as meditation and breath work in the mornings 
or whenever, not in the mornings, but like, that's one of my favorite times to do mm -hmm. it. Get out of bed, do my morning ritual, sit down on my mat, do some yoga, breathe, like just how can I start to tap into life moving through me and like life actually being an expression through me. So in the mornings and I'm on my mat, I'm turning on some beautiful music, you know, and I know that this is also a privileged perspective. Not everyone has the time to really like luxury in the mornings on their yoga mat. I'm very aware of that, but if you do, um, I'm like you know, so jealous of you right now. <laughs> <laughs> There's tiny little micro moments that you can do the same thing. So if you're a mom, if you have like a really busy life, just, you know, hold your tea and just like tap into the life that you're creating, the life yeah. that you're creating the warmth, the smell, you know, the texture of life, like the beauty or the vibrance of colors around you, you know? Um, but for five minutes, you can do this breath work. So if you mm -hmm. really slow down and you just plant yourself onto the earth or in the grass or on your yoga mat or in your bathroom, shut the door, lock the door, like whatever you have to do, right? <laughs> Breathe into your lower belly um, and start to bring awareness to kind of your, I mean, your yoni area, right? Yoni is the term or the phrase for um, a very like sacred acknowledgement of the vagina, the womb, the female rep reproductive system, right? So um, when you're just bringing energy there, what you focus on grows, right? And where your focus and attention goes, energy starts to awaken. It's almost like you're bringing consciousness from the mind like what would consciousness feel like and what could it, you experience consciousness like if it were down in your belly, if it were in your womb, if it were in your pelvis? Like, I know how ridiculous that might sound to some people. Um, but not like, to us. <laughs> not to you guys, totally. Like when you bring consciousness down into your body, you start to move differently. You mm -hmm. start to speak differently, you know? So if you can slow down your breath and just like, drop everything, like connect to gravity, get down, <laughs> roll your hips around, right? Spiral it around, just like however you can start to wake up a zone that might be kind of numb or asleep or just like you haven't paid attention to it in a little while, like whatever the reasons may be, when you just breathe into an area and you focus on lighting that area up, envisioning like light or maybe your cells are, are vibrating faster or you're asking your body like what if I could feel pleasure through my breath in this area of my body right now just like inviting that without saying I need to feel this yep. the invitation opens everything up right yeah um so in that space like if you are anchored grounded breathe there for five minutes and you can also incorporate um kegels right I feel like most women know what kegels are but it's like the contraction of your pelvic floor and the expansion of your pelvic floor and when you are actually like inhaling to open your pelvic floor and exhaling to contract it, you start to wake up that area even more. And it ends up being quite activating, like when you really set the time and space to do that. So meditation, inhaling, exhaling, playing with just like, what would this body feel like if it were turned on right now? What would, like, what kind of pleasure can I invite into my breath right now? what you just opening up different kinds of questions to um help your your subconscious mind actively seek out proof of where the question is true right 
Um, so when you're doing like a lot of subconscious work, your mind is going to focus on like looking for an answer to a question that you ask yourself. Mm -hmm. And so it ends up creating really, I mean, new neural pathways and it's really exciting. So that's, that's a really wonderful practice. Just breathing, getting on your mat five minutes in the morning. If you want to do it for 20 minutes and you have that time, amazing. Um, and then you can also take this practice obviously into more of like a self-pleasure ritual. Um, and more of like the active sexual expression of orgasmic manifestation. And when you're in that space, you can really start to um, connect like your heart to your sacral chakra. The heart, the womb, and the throat are actually really, really connected to one another. And so if you have the time and space and you can make this available for you, if you designate maybe a half hour of your time to self-pleasure, not just like, I mean, use a vibrator for you want, use a toy if you want, do whatever you need to do to move into the space of, of presence though. Like, I feel like a lot of women are like, okay, let me just get off and make this done and just get on with my day. And that's the same kind of thing. Like we do one thing as we do everything. Mm -hmm. So think of like, if you were in a manifestation process and you wanted to translate that into a self-pleasure process, how are you navigating that? How are you aware of your need to like get to the end really fast or to see a result really fast or to be really like, you know, controlling around how you get there. So it's much more like inviting you to co-create pleasure with the universe, with your body. Um, and that might mean just like you slather yourself in coconut oil, right? And you do some meditation practice and you just do some dancing or you slither around on your floor or you dance in front of your mirror, you know? And then you just really take your time to exploring like how does my body move towards climax? How does my body open up to pleasure without me forcing it, right? But more just like the slow blossoming and the unfolding, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so yeah, it's really like, an in-depth, mysterious, and exploratory, you know, um, practice, because you might do this practice on Monday, and it could look one way, and then you might do the same practice on Friday, and your body's going to be like, no, that didn't work this time, right? Because there's always something shifting, and you're going to be sensitive to those changes. So in bringing in orgasmic manifestation, some people love specific manifesting and some people don't love specific manifesting, right? Some people are like, I need to know exactly how much money and exactly what the house is going to look like and exactly what my soulmate partner is going to be. And some people are just like, you know what? I want to feel my way there. And I want to feel yeah. the, the essence of what that would be like for me, you know? So whether you want the specifics or the non-specifics is totally up to you. It's more just like, let me supercharge this desire with my sexual energy because, you know, energy in motion, it is emotion. It is extra supercharged when we're vibrationally emitting the same kind of like gratitude and just like the full love for it's happening now and it's already happened and what's meant to be is what's meant to be and it's already done, <laughs> right? It's already and yours. It's already yours. Like, how would you pleasure yourself? How would you treat yourself? as like the goddess, as the queen, if you knew that you already had everything within you, you know, there was nothing to yeah. attack to, there was nothing to get. So that was a lot, but there's so much to, 
keep digging <laughs> into here. We want to take a quick second to let you guys in on our new skincare secret by Biosance, which is an amazing night serum. It's called the Squalane and Lactic Acid Resurfacing Night Serum. Whew, try saying that five times fast. But basically, <laughs> Lindsay and I have been using this for a little bit now, and it is totally making our skin look on fleek. You go to bed with it. It smells like lavender, and it helps to really make your skin moisturize and almost like exfoliated gently every night. Um, it's really awesome. It's a bestseller at Sephora. Basically, it helps you to wake up with dramatically smoother, softer, and more luminous skin overnight. Like I said, it's an exfoliant, but it's not an exfoliant in the way that you would think where it has like beads or salt or sugar. It's more so in the ingredients that help to naturally exfoliate your skin. Um, Sustainably sourced sugar cane, if anybody wonders. Well, there you go. Now she knows. <laughs> now we all know. It's clinically proven to produce visible results in a single night. 100% of users saw significant exfoliation overnight. 100% of users also showed improvement in the appearance of pores overnight. Gotta love that. And 100% of users showed a visible reduction in the appearance of fine lines and wrinkles overnight. So kiss those wrinkles goodbye overnight with Biosons. <laughs> you are making me giggle so much. <laughs> okay, guys, look, if you want to try this, and I think you should, I'm someone with overly large pores, and this is incredibly, incredibly helpful when it comes to that. So if you guys want to try it out, go to biosance.com. That's B-I-O-S-S-A-N-C-E.com for 20% off your next purchase and use the code, of course, V-I-B-I-N, biosance.com. Use the code VIBIN at checkout and get 20% off your next purchase. Yeah, that was perfect. Not too much. Not too much at all. We're just scratching the surface here of our <laughs> orgasmic manifestation, which really is just the practice of like opening up, receiving your own pleasure, giving yourself permission, getting rid of the shoulds. Like I always say, don't shit on yourself. And um, I love that you mentioned all the practices of dancing and movement and Explain again the meditation that you were talking about with the kegels, because I thought that was really cool. I've never heard of this before. So you said you breathe in as you open the pelvic floor, and then as you exhale, you contract. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yes. So okay, cool. if you inhale, you relax your pelvic floor. Yeah, you can just do this. With us right How now. many of the listeners adjusted a kegel right now while we're talking about it? It's, we like, it's like a yawn where it's all just contagious. Exactly. Contagious and you know, the kegel. funny thing is like a lot of women don't even realize that they're clenching their pelvic floor most of the day because it holds so much power there and it holds so much potential energy. Mm -hmm. So when you actually like give your yourself the the opportunity to just relax and drop everything and open it's almost like your whole energetic center chills out <laughs> and yeah. just opens it becomes more expansive instead of like holding in holding in holding in your body is is meant to just you know be fairly fairly relaxed a lot mm -hmm. of the time but we we do take on so much trauma and trauma can look like a really devastating obvious experience but can also manifest really subtly just so small that you don't even realize you've experienced that that your womb your body is holding it so i'm not a practitioner that goes through specific sexual trauma healing but i do teach this modality knowing that it does support that but it's not ever like a guarantee that that will actually be right. the thing that 
Um, yeah, so there are really beautiful like practitioners who do body work in this kind of instance, but I am not, I don't want to like, you know, <laughs> make people believe right. that that is what I do. It's much more the energetic modality. Right. You're not a sex therapist is what you're saying. I am not a sex therapist. I'm just teaching something that I really was benefited by mm. and that I know, like I've seen hundreds of women have gone through my orgasmic manifestation program. And it's the cool thing is you guys, like, it's not just, it doesn't just affect your sex life and it doesn't just affect your manifestation. It really helps you create deeper relationships. It helps you to feel more connected to women. It helps you feel really just like more comfortable in your body. And when you're more comfortable in your body, your energy field is more receptive and open, right? Mm -hmm. So it ends up having just like these multi-layered and multi-dimensional byproducts and effects that most women are like, oh my gosh, so I, I don't, I didn't go into this program expecting everything that we did. I just kind of expected a little bit of a manifestation activation and it ended up saving my marriage, you know, because like this woman or the, these women learn how to take back their power and channel it efficiently and stop like energy leaking. And they start to take back their boundaries because that's a really necessary part of the orgasmic manifestation practice, you know, um, get clear on what you want and get clear of what you're tolerating. And if you're not asking for what you want and you're not, you don't know how to communicate that, it's the same thing in your relationship and it's the same thing with the universe. So we got to get all in there and get really clear and specific and like take back your power if you've let it kind of like leak out for years, right? I love, I love that. that. Ah, jeez. <laughs> we both love it. <laughs> surprise, so much. surprise. Lindsay and I are alike. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought? <laughs> That's oh, goodness. So I want to dive a little bit into maybe if you could share like one or two success stories that have really stood out to you recently of clients that you've worked with or students that you've had, or it could even be yourself, like a transformation that was made. I know you just mentioned that lady who saved her marriage. That's amazing. Um, do you have any more examples for the audience? Cause I think everyone loves a good success story because it really makes you yeah. feel like, Oh, if she did it. Like I can totally do it. Yeah, definitely. So um, <laughs> one of my past clients, we did some of this work in, um, how do I, we haven't gone into a whole lot of this yet, but a big part of orgasmic manifestation is also like the unity and the merging of feminine and masculine and the essences of both of those and merging them inside of you within you. So you get to be an expression of the divine feminine and the divine masculine where you're very aware of where you you're healing the wounded feminine and the wounded masculine. Um, and we can talk about more what those kinds of things manifest as, or like those expressions, but when you're practicing this merging of those kinds of polarities within you, you end up finding even greater alignment. So when you're in greater alignment, um, and this doesn't look like 50-50, 50% feminine, 50% masculine, this looks like your unique, you know, optimal blueprint of that kind of marriage and that kind of unity. So when you are in that optimum alignment, the world starts to open up for you because you're not battling your wounds anymore, right? You're not like <laughs> the angry married couple who doesn't ever, you know, understand each other and you're never on the same page and you're always missing each other and you're always communicating differently. And it feels like you're just, you may as well be living in different universes. So imagine if like you have that kind of expression of misalignment always being, you know, emitted out. So when you find the merging and 
you do this practice enough, like that's just going to naturally happen because that is like the epitome of self-love, right? Self-unity, self-love. And a client of mine who had done this before, um, she literally sent me a boxer. She was like, Aislinn, my whole life just changed. <laughs> I was like, okay, tell me more. Like, what does this mean? She was like, I, I realized that I have been denying myself of what I really want to do. And she really, like, she was kind of in this um, really wonderful, specific niche in her business, but she'd been like, no, wait, I actually want to, I want to do this thing over there. I want to, you know, I want to, I want this to be bigger than I ever thought possible. And she was kind of denying herself of, of allowing that, you know? So she ended up just really recreating her whole business, deciding that she was just going to like, let herself move through a process of rebirth, you know, cause this stuff is kind of uncomfortable when you really are committed to alignment, anything out of alignment will fall away. Yeah. And that is sort of messy, right? Um, but it's all for the greater good and having tools and therapists and coaches and, you know, having all those tools to help you through that rebirth process is absolutely necessary. But um, she ended up just really stepping into her power in an even bigger way. And she was already very successful. So it was really cool to see her say like, you know what? I just went through this whole rebirth process. My masculine and feminine have married and merged in a way that I never thought was possible. And she ended up just like lighting up. Like you could literally see a difference in her expression, in her face, in her words, how she spoke. And it's that multi-layered expression that ends up just like you you almost like see them burst out of this shell you know they're beautiful before but there was something like there's more to you i know there's more to you and so when you step into that and you see that it's the most beautiful thing it's the most beautiful thing ever <laughs> and that's why that's what keeps you coming back for more like i know yeah. that feeling of like this is why i got into this like this is why i do this is to yeah. see those light bulb moments or those like I am powerful, <laughs> you know, like that's addicting for me um, to see that in my clients. So I, I love those moments. Thank you for sharing that. That's beautiful. It's better than any, like any money, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like money is wonderful. I think we all love money here, but to see that real life transformation of someone yeah. stepping into their power and being like, I'm liberated from all of my old shit. Yeah. <laughs> so good. And knowing that the things that they've learned in the past, however long, like they can't go back to not knowing that. So they are forever going to be like moving forward, onward and upward. And it's just, it's really great. Yes. Yes. And you know, the nuance of that is like, you're never done and there's always right. more to crack open. And yeah, that's like when you're addicted to that from a place of, of love and you're really like guided by mm -hmm you know, just really stepping into more and more and more of that power. It's, I think that's what creates success. That's what creates abundance. You know, it's the people who are always seeking forward and for more and being really, really grateful and present. It's like the both and scenario. Yeah. And, and win, 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 win. Um, <laughs> Aislinn, I have a question and we didn't cover this yet, but I'm very curious and you don't have to go into detail unless you want to, but what got you, what, what brought this to your radar? What got you into this kind of work exclusively to say, like, this is what I'm going to be doing? Oh, gosh. You know, I feel like everyone has these, this day just popped open and, you know, I never looked yeah. back. And for me, it was much more of like an evolved, long-term process of just opening up. Um, I went through a really, really difficult journey of actually like 
having my period, my period was really, 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 really painful. Mm. I, in high school, I would faint in the hallways. Like I would have to go home. It was always this crippling experience. So I was like, my femininity is bad. I think being a woman is really hard. Like all of these limiting beliefs around like what meant to be a woman and like the burdens that I just was born with, you know, and I kind of was in that victim space for a while without realizing how beautiful this opportunity is, right? To be feminine. Well, Um, you're in high school. What are you going to (laughs) do? Exactly. Like looking back, I have so much, so much love for, for that, you know, for that Mm -hmm. version of me. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think like it was just this part of me that got really sick of feeling limited in my own body, feeling like I was maybe different from other women, feeling like I, um, I like couldn't figure out how to just be pleasurable. I couldn't figure out how to just like love my body. It was really hard. It was really hard, you know? So I didn't want to take that as truth. Like as we start our personal development journey, we're like, wow, okay, so much has to change. And I know that I am a deliberate creator and I'm in charge of my reality. So what do I want to change? That was something I really wanted to change. And I've always been like a very sexual person, but I've also had like experiences that made me feel less than worthy to say the least. And I think that that was just me not fully realizing like the sacred nature of my sexuality and not fully respecting it. Um, You know, giving it away too easy or letting people in too quickly who didn't necessarily deserve it, right? Right. And that's just, that's really hard to even acknowledge, right? When you're like, oh my gosh, like, I'm so sorry, body. I'm so sorry. And not that there are any regrets, but just more like I was on hormonal birth control for 10 years. And that's just what I thought I wanted to do or had to do. And, you know, we just take on all these things without really thinking of like, how do I, how does my body want to be treated? And my body mm-hmm. was like, hey, Aislinn, like we've had the IUD for a few years and this hurts. Like I was literally getting pains. I was having a hard time just, um, like with bloating and my whole body just was like, ah, like there's a different way. Let's figure this out, please. (laughs) Yeah. So with that whole process, it was like, let me let go of these, these expectations. And when I started to open that up, sexual energy started to open up. Right. And me owning that part of me started to become more natural. Um, and it started to feel really, important. Like I was recognizing how things were just starting to really work for me. Miracle after miracle after miracle. And just like these wonderful things and opportunities just kept opening up into my life. It's like, what's happening here? My heart's open and I'm feeling really open to receiving and I'm in massive amounts of trust and I'm really connected to my body and I'm really connected Mm -hmm. to my sexual energy, not from a place of exploiting it whatsoever, but really cherishing it. And, you know, I think it's really important to be aware of where am I giving away my vitality? You know, where am I like letting it just slip away from me and not fully reclaiming it, you know? Um, So when I started to see things just sort of happening more and more and more for me, I started to do more of what I felt was working. So tapping more into pleasure, being more aware of like the law of attraction and gratitude and appreciation. What do I want to grow? you know, and where is my attention going to something that's growing that I actually don't want to grow? So let me pivot. Let me, um, you know, let me move my energy towards and my focus towards something that I want to expand. And I wanted to expand my pleasure and I wanted to expand my bank account and I wanted to expand my impact and service. I wanted to expand the communication and the love in my relationship. 
and that all happened. So I'm like, okay, if this happened for me, I really want to teach women how to um, connect to this part of themselves. And I started with a yoni egg shop. I started with just like teaching women about their menstrual cycles and um, how to like worship their menstrual cycles after feeling like it was a burden mm. for their whole adult life. And seeing that, just women taking back these, um, you know, the cyclical nature of us, like our cyclical nature is our superpower and our sexual energy is our superpower. So why are we oblivious to how this all works? <laughs> like, let's right. learn about this, There's right? so much, there's so much I want to say about this because there's so <laughs> much trauma that happens, especially to women, especially in the formative years of us really owning our bodies. And thank God for people like you, first of all, that can just be like, look, this is important. <laughs> You need to you need to love this part of you as well. The other thing I want to ask first, we need to tell people what yoni eggs are because I feel like there are people that are like, I've heard of this, but I don't really know what it does or what it is. Number two, million dollar question: How much did your period symptoms let up once you owned it completely and really like accepted yourself as you are? Speaking of helping yourself, self improvement, of course, we love our sponsor BetterHelp because they help get you into therapy online. Yay, who doesn't love that? And in almost every episode, you'll notice that a lot of our experts have gone to therapy. So we want you to know it's not bad. It's not wrong. It's not weird. I've done therapy with BetterHelp specifically, and it's amazing. Honestly, like everybody needs a good therapist on their side, and BetterHelp is a great way to be resourced in that arena. Um, it's really cool because you'll take a little assessment quiz and then they'll match you up with a therapist and then you can start communicating with your therapist in under 24 hours. And let's say worst case scenario, you don't love them. It's not a good vibe. You can always switch to another one at any time. So it's really easy, really accessible and more affordable than traditional therapy. So definitely go and use BetterHelp if you are in need of some therapy in your life, which I think we all are at certain times. <laughs> I think we use social media as our therapist and we need to stop doing that. So yeah. guys, BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. If you go to betterhelp.com slash V-I-B-I-N, once again, betterhelp.com slash Vibin, you can get 10% off your first month uh, and talk to somebody within 24 hours and start feeling better right now. So go do it. It's fun. Oh, so good. Okay. So yoni eggs, first of all, are little, typically they're jade. Nephrite jade is the most traditional practice. Um, we do have to honor that the practice originated in China. So giving all the credit to the Chinese emperors and empresses who- For so many things and the yoni egg. Yeah. <laughs> and the yoni egg, yes, exactly. So yoni eggs are little crystals typically made out of jade that you insert into your vagina and you can practice kegels with them. It opens up and creates new neural pathways and sensitivity and just like, it really is a beautiful tool for healing, especially for women who just are completely disconnected to that area mm. of their body. It's almost like, here's a little anger to help you feel down here again, yep. you know? And I know that penetration is very like sensitive for other women and, you know, yoni egg is not necessary for this. But for me, I loved crystals. I was like, wait, why have I never heard about this before? Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, so why jade? Is it specifically like a benefit of jade? So jade is, has always been a very sacred stone in China. Um, so just with like the ancient practice of, of a yoni egg, they didn't call it the yoni egg in China, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, 
but jade is just the traditional stone that they have used and you can use other stones like um, rose quartz for example but nephrite jade is also non-porous um, and do your own research on this because there's a lot of you know, there's a lot of judgment around this practice. Anything awakening a woman's sexuality is probably going to re receive judgment, right? So um, yes, jade stone goes up the yoni. You can meditate with it. You can do pelvic floor practices with it. Um, it's kind of like Benoit balls, right? If you've heard of those, like some people use them for sex toys. Some people use them for pelvic floor healing. You know, choose your flavor. <laughs> <laughs> choose your own adventure. Yoni wands. So yoni wands are actually what I use most these days. Like I've yeah. kind of shifted and evolved out of yoni eggs towards yoni wands, just because yoni eggs for me was much more of like a grounding, anchoring meditation tool. Whereas uh, yoni wands are much more of like a self-pleasure tool to, I mean, it is like a tool. It's a basically it can be used as a dildo or it can be used as um, a tool to help like open up sources of pressure like or uh, spaces of pressure and pain in the vaginal walls and also in the cervix so it's a beautiful tool that's like crystal right mine is obsidian i love obsidian it feels really anchoring and masculine to me but you know let's move away from maybe like silicone to more like this beautiful right. feminine you know why not like make yeah. everything beautiful and I powerful like that. yeah so those are yoni wands and yoni eggs. And then when I um, started to do this work, I, I think like it's really important to see that it's not going to be just like a linear, <laughs> linear healing yes. path. And to this day, like I still have to be honest that it's not fully like all done and all healed. Like that's, I would not feel comfortable right. saying that. For me, like I do still have painful periods. However, my respect for what that means has massively been amplified. Um, and I've done like a lot of work to make it less painful and less uncomfortable. And I now really see that my body is so healthy when it is in the process of menstruation, mm -hmm. you know, and I, I chart my cycles. I'm like on my 73rd cycle that I'm charting. So it's been a big process of learning like wow, like when my body ovulates, I have a literal, like, my, I know what that, I know what that looks right. like. I know when I'm about to start my period. I know when I'm fertile. I know when I'm not. And just that is so empowering. It's so empowering. So empowering. Like when you recognize the symptoms and you're so in tune with your body that you're really truly taking ownership and stepping into the body you came here for. Like you yeah. didn't choose this body by accident. Nobody did. So no this why not get to know it and celebrate it and really feel in tune with it because that's where all your power is well exactly. a lot of your power <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely our bodies are not everything but they're a beautiful temple and vehicle that we get to live on yeah. planet earth in and that's great <laughs> yes this playground the called earth Ugh. yeah and i do have some resources if people are really wanting to heal their menstrual cycle um shout out to monica yates if you guys want to follow her on Instagram. She's incredible. Um, and there are also a couple of other ladies who are doing like the nutritional route, the supplement route, like the whole mm -hmm. holistic healing of your menstrual cycle. Um, and yes, so yeah, there's lots of another resource too. Um, my friend, Nina Boyce, Nina. she's nourished with Nina on Instagram 
and she's my real life friend, but also we had her on the podcast a while back talking about healing your hormones. She was one of our early guests. Yeah. She's an OG. She has a whole podcast called Healing Hormones, I believe. And it's dedicated to your period and making Mm -hmm. it less painful and all that jazz. So that's a good one too. Also, I was going to ask, are you still selling yoni eggs or is that not a thing that you do anymore? So I have... I have retired that just because the shipping and everything was getting to be too much just with how well my coaching business has been going. Right. So I do share resources for people. There's a few that I love. Um, Gemstoneyonieeggs.com is a really beautiful and, you know, ethically sourced um, website. Awesome. And yeah, I would just make, make sure if you're wanting a yoni egg or a yoni wand, you are looking for reputable resources and they're not like $5 on Amazon. Like if you're getting a really good product, probably going to be around 50 to $70 for an egg. And then like upwards of $200 for a really well-made wand. Um, There's a lot of like fake jade being sold, fake stuff all over the place. And it's not something to be stingy around because your body deserves the best quality. Yes, I would also recommend checking out Yoni Nurse. Um, That's her Instagram handle, and I think her Etsy shop too. And she has um, really beautiful crystals, and they're ethically sourced, and she's really great and educates people around that too. So now you guys have lots of resources. Lots of resources. Check out for different things. So I trust you completely now when it comes to like being good to your body and like putting only the best and healthy things in there, up there. What do you do (laughs) on your period? Do you use one of those cups? Do you just let it flow? What do you do? So I need to know. (laughs) So I love um, organic cotton pads. Mm -hmm. Really, like I went through, I was using, you know, chemically (laughs) infused tampons for years right we just I didn't know I just we don't ask questions we're just like is this gonna help me okay great but yeah when you actually research it it's a little scary (laughs) yeah so I do have a menstrual cup I use it sometimes especially when I want to get like kind of witchy with my menstrual situation um (laughs) we need to talk about what that means go ahead (laughs) I think I already know what it means but please go into detail (laughs) if you feel comfortable sharing (laughs) I mean I really love just like free bleeding into a pad at this point. And mm-hmm. it just feels like for me, the most natural. Um, I really don't use tampons much at all. If I do use them, they are chemical free organic cotton. Mm-hmm. Um, there are really wonderful companies coming out with just great products. Mm-hmm. You know, as this comes into demand, I'm so stoked to see companies responding to the demand yeah. of, you know, women who deserve better. So um, I do feel like menstrual cups are awesome for ease and, um, you know, it also helps women become intimate with just their anatomy. I feel a lot of women don't know what the cervix is. They don't know the anatomy. Right. That's not their fault. It is education's issue. Right. Mm-hmm. And just like sex ed and having like really high quality sexual education. And society teaching you that you just, you just, it's a no, no, just don't, Yeah. you know? Right. Right. So. Yes, totally. Grab a mirror, ladies. What's <laughs> Get to know your body. There is zero downside. Uh, what's that episode of the show on Netflix, Gwyneth, Gwyneth Paltrow's show? The Goop Lab. The and then they have that whole episode about like yoni, whatever, and like learning how to orgasm. It was really good. They had all the women like with the mirror down there and then they were getting <laughs> technical about how to orgasm and it was great. That so is so good. funny. Definitely I haven't watched it, it yet. 
but everybody Beautiful. go check out the goop lab because i have seen it show up on my like to watch list mm-hmm. i just i didn't know yeah, really what show. it would involve that's cool yeah you gotta normalize this stuff normalize feminine pleasure normalize normalize the female body pleasure. in general let's exactly. just blanket i know that's a huge like thing but it just mm-hmm. i feel like we're on our way there and it begins with i mean leave her alone if she's breastfeeding in public just leave her alone Exactly. Offer to help her. her. Like, why is a woman in a bra so much more acceptable than a woman feeding her baby, which is what they were made for? You better believe my sons know exactly what boobs are for. They will (laughs) always know that they are food first, and then you can have fun with them later when you get older. (laughs) Food first, fun second. (laughs) It's just ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. We used to worship females. Like, what happened to that? Okay. In, in a Amazing lot of stuff. cultures, women were, like, revered and, like, worshipped. And oh. I think on some level we still kind of are, but I think men are more afraid of us. Sorry, men that are listening. But I think in a deep level they're, like, they really are. Men who are disempowered are afraid. Yes, exactly, exactly. What a huge, very relevant topic right now, especially, yeah. you know. Yes. Really, like, there are so many systems of oppression in the world and in the United States from white men, right? And yeah. there's so much, I mean, not just white men, like there's oppression everywhere, of course. But when someone is one. powerful and that is a threat to the systems that, you know, help the people at the top, there's always going to be subtle, um, yeah, or not so subtle oppressions that take women's power away, take women's bodily autonomy, body autonomy away, mm. sexual autonomy, right? So we're taking it back, we're claiming it. And yeah. the men are doing the work too. Everyone's doing this work. Like LGBTQ, everybody is really, like I'm seeing it so full throttle right now. People being like, my pleasure and my body matters just as much as anybody else's. Yeah. And doesn't that make you so excited? Just like It does. What we're able to accomplish when we come together and when we realize that we're, common decency is, is still common. I truly believe that most people on this planet are here for progression and here for inclusion and here for lifting everyone up versus this works for me, who cares about you? Of course there are people like that and they're dying out like the dinosaurs. (laughs) (laughs) I truly do believe that this is the majority of the world and what, what we see may not reflect that, but I can't, everybody who is, I, I don't know, halfway, in this century and is, is born in a certain time period or has certain influences. Like I grew up completely opposite to what I believe, not opposite, but very different. And everyone mm-hmm. comes out smarter than the previous generation, I believe. So mm-hmm. my kids are gonna be smarter than me. Their kids are probably smarter than them. <laughs> and I, I do think that we're on an upward, but there's a lot of work to be done. And the first thing is, you know, stop telling them what to do with their body if you can't even wear a damn mask in public. That's number one. Number two, <laughs> whole other topic, but I mean, it's a thing, okay? I agree. Fully, fully, fully agree. Yes. And, you know, just let a woman feed her baby. Right. Like, think about, okay, so women turning on, reclaiming their sexuality, yeah. their pleasure, their bodies, women becoming wealthy and making a lot of money, women taking back the women with an mm-hmm. X, by the way, like this is so fully. Of course. Yes, 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 and yes. Being very much like, look at the power shift. Look at the dynamic. Look at all of the ripple effects, like just this podcast alone. I mean, how exciting to know yes. that so many women are like, 
behind their, their screens or on their phones or on a bus or listening to podcasts in the morning being like, yes, yes. Okay. They're mm-hmm. radiating that belief. And that ripple effect ends up just being so it's like wildfire, but the best kind. Yes. Um, and yes, I believe here's your, here's your sign. <laughs> here's your permission slip. If you needed one, that it's okay to love yourself as much as you want to love yourself. Yes. And Whatever that means for you. Turn on, make funny, love yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And it's okay to prioritize pleasure because I think as we go into adulthood, we just lose sight of fun and pleasure and joy. And we're just like, well, the only thing that matters now is paying the bills and taking care of my kids and eating not terribly horrible and just getting through every day. But like, what about all the stuff that you access when you're in thriving? Like, okay, once once you get taken care of, all the basic needs. Now it's time to up level and get with some fun, some pleasure, some opening, some receiving, and really make those things of value in your life and translate that into how much time you put into them. Because mm-hmm. you can say, oh, I value pleasure and fun all the time. But if you look at your life and you're not making space for that, then do you really? Probably not. Yeah. And yeah. if you haven't, it's okay. We get it. It's distractions exactly. and society. You want to be able to be like normal in society, but that's not just because it's normal doesn't mean it's okay. I think now we're seeing that way more and more is just because it's normal doesn't mean it's okay or it should be that way. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Agreed. This is the best conversation. This is the best conversation. <laughs> I'm having so much fun. Yes, we're about to continue this conversation over on the Patreon. And Aislinn, do you have any parting words for our listeners. And also I want you to please plug all the resources that you yes. give people so that they can come work with you some more. Thank you, Kelsey. Yeah. You know, I think we've really covered a lot during this last hour. I would say just like the reminder that you don't need to ever feel guilty for your pleasure. You don't ever need to feel guilty for your joy or your abundance. Like if you're living your best life, you know, and you're being a decent person and participating and like adding inclusivity and all of these different topics that are very important into that joy, right? Like your joy gets to be, and your abundance and your pleasure gets to also, you know, be a permission slip for other women and other humans to wake up and and choose that same thing, you know? Um, So yes, I think that the pleasure conversation is so important. It keeps going, it keeps evolving. And the more people who are behind that, the more it will become like a societal norm instead of something that's taboo, right? Everything that's taboo gets to be healed because it's something that needs to be addressed and talked about. So um, taking the taboo and the mystery away and making it something that's like, hey, I'm human. We all feel this way. We all deserve this. So um, take that back, like tiny little steps. It doesn't just happen Mm -hmm. overnight and it's a process, but that's that. And then um, I do have my orgasmic manifestation program opening soon and it has been really powerful and really transformational for over a hundred women who've done this with me in the last two years and it's definitely a deep dive I mean it's a thorough program it's not just like a little video bundle that you can do in a day it's a journey so you can definitely dm me if you're interested in learning about that I also have a wait list for that it's the link in my instagram bio if you want to go check that out um and if you want to dive into a little bit of this without fully committing to the the massive orgasmic manifestation program feel free to opt into my um my free training it's called innovate and illuminate and i also have a little 108 dollar video bundle called 
the Feminine Leadership Bundle, which is super awesome and I love it so much. But one of the videos in there is called my Turned On Manifestation Masterclass. And it's like, if you want to start, start here. <laughs> um, let me see anything else. Follow me on Instagram at Abundance Witch. DM me. I love conversations. I love connecting with those who follow me. Um, and I also have a free Facebook group called Spirited Soulpreneurs. So if you're a female entrepreneur and you're also very spiritual and that's a big part of your business, you are welcome to join that community also. I think Yay. that's it. Awesome. Thank you guys. Yeah. Yes. Thank you for sharing. I'm obsessed. Thanks for obsessed. being here. Thanks for being Thank you here. so much. Self and just spending time with us today and everyone who's listening and all the people who are going to listen after that and all the people who are going to share it with their friends. <clears throat> <laughs> all that great stuff. <laughs> Oh, and speaking of pleasure, before we go over to the Patreon, speaking of pleasure, freedom, joy, happiness, I just wrote a new book, you guys, and it's available for pre-sale, so I will link to that in the description, but essentially, it's 200 affirmations, thought patterns, and just beliefs that you can adopt to start manifesting more happiness and creating more intentional space for joy throughout your day and throughout your life. Lindsay, anything else? I mean, I'm booked for clients till like October. So don't Ooh. send me any messages. I'm just kidding. <laughs> don't Please don't out. send don't me messages. <laughs> I will respond to as many as I can, but I have nothing to promote right now. I'm literally just trying to keep my head above water, but in a good, good, good way. Must be all that manifesting. Let's go to Patreon. Yes. Okay. We'll see you guys all over there. Thanks so much for listening. We love you. Have a great week and we'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening. We hope you love this episode. If you love High Vibe in it, become a part of our Patreon family. You can support the show, see the extended version of this episode, get bonus content, and access exclusive discounts. Head over to patreon.com slash high vibe to join. We have tons of perks waiting there for you, and we're always hanging out in there, so we hope to see you inside. Please feel free to share the show and help us spread the high vibes far and wide. And of course, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And if you feel inspired to leave a review, we always appreciate it. See you next week.